Quick. Eleven. Russell Boys reviewing podcast. Meat. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's worth it. It's worth the wait. Hey, uh, all hail meat. The apple pie. And this is Rass Boys Week Boy. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> we are. We are. This Here. is the last stop. The last fucking. We're in the parking lot to WrestleMania. Sour Skittles. The parking lot to Sour Skittles, which is a sentence. Uh, as always, I am Mega Fighter, the not host, but I always remember to introduce myself. I'm Allie. I forget to introduce people because I'm not used to it. And I am the perpetual third re- wheel of the show. You were fired, Dan. You were fired. <laughs> we, Allie, we had to rehire him. We can't just fire people for for our mistakes. We're not EA. <laughs> what do you mean we're not <laughs> EA? You shit me. I can't just fire Rocktan for me fucking up. No. Unfortunately, we cannot. Do I have to release a press statement condoning the actions of Rocktan for not stopping me from being racist? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, go home show. Go home. Go home show. <laughs> We are we are here March 11th on week 11 of our show. 11 11. Yeah, or episode 11 whatever. There's a song by Dinosaur Pileup called 11 11 and they go 11 11 Investigate Free 11, which is what this is. <laughs> it's the third month and the 11th day. God damn it. <laughs> it's, too, it's too bad it's not 10 10 10 then we could do an impact joke. Oh man, that'd be great. We are we are here at the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, Michigan. They where have the a, mu- they have a top ten of all the the best things that happened at the Joe Louis Arena. I didn't think there were ten things that happened there, but I guess Chicago's or Detroit's a big town. Yeah, Not and also it's 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 named after like a famous sports star, so it's probably a, like a like a huge arena to go to. Yeah. Did you notice that um, there were some weird video errors at the beginning of this episode of Raw? I yeah, the music started late. The music started late, and like the videos, sort of like they put the wrong video package up for a second, and they had to switch it. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird to start off. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't notice any errors. No, like but, I, I did know the first thing I noticed. Uh, 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 I caught a sign in the crowd uh, right away initially was uh, (laughs) possibly this could be uh, at least if not the sign of the week, at least a runner up for it. (laughs) One of my favorite signs that I saw that still makes me laugh thinking about it. Chef Booker T. Uh, Chef Booker T was good. I remember seeing that too. Yeah. And I think they had like, like had sort of like, you know, like a chef, Sort of like a like the like the like Chef Boyardee logo. Yeah, the Chef Boyardee logo with the with the guy, but maybe they might have put Booker T's picture in there. I don't know. 
Honestly, that makes me think that our next fucking um, that next time we can, if somebody brings a similar sign, we just have like a a Photoshop picture of Booker T's face over the Chef Boyardee can. <laughs> yes, I and, want like, that. His, his shocked face or something. Spaghettios are in my fave five. <laughs> right next oh. to the hungry man's five a little bit of the meat food love. Uh, just put a little, little bit of red hot in there. Uh, just a little uh factoid uh joe lewis is a famous professional boxer who who competed from 1934 to 1951 and it was nicknamed the brown bomber so that's why he was such a uh which is why they had this arena named after him he was actually victorious in 25 consecutive title defenses wow nice damn so we start with some tag team action we got RVD. I, I was getting there. RVD and the Hardys, the Regal and the Dudleys. And they yeah. immediately throw away the APA's title shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They announce it's like a fatal four-way tag match for the tag title. They're, they're, not, like, fucking, well, they're not fucking getting it. They're, they have to do a fatal four-way now. <laughs> thanks, yeah, for, thanks for winning the thing. Oh, yeah, fuck that number one contendership match. Yeah, that's right away exactly what I thought. Like, they turn it into a four-way so the APA don't get, like, a simple matchup shot that they earned. I mean, they did also, like, have a title match on, like, SmackDown, like, a couple weeks ago or something. Right, it, it just <laughs> seems entirely <sighs> thrown could, could, together because the Dudleys and Hardleys seem completely disconnected the from, the, from the feud of Billy and Chuck versus APA. <laughs> the Hardly boys. The hardly boys. <laughs> the hardly boys. You can't tell by looking at them. <laughs> but they are boys. But they're boys. <laughs> Did I just say the hardly boys? Yeah. He said the hardly, so we, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, this might have been like they had to make it a fatal four-way because they didn't have anything for the Hardys and the Dudleys to do. The match was brought to you by Asthma. <laughs> yes, just once again, the fog of the pyro smoke. Joe Louis Arena needs some ventilation. <laughs> Right? Yes. Something I noticed was that the Hardys came out to that dark and light thing they do, but it, I didn't see any like light up neon gear that they they normally wear for that. So it's like they forgot to wear it. Yeah, because I noticed Lita did. She, she yeah. had it when for her match later. I didn't have a lot to say on this match, but I this do match know it immediately was bit... turns into a giant fucking brawl. Yeah, it's a bit of a clusterfuck, but it is at least a fun clusterfuck where it's like everyone's getting in their shit. And RVD uh, gets Regal after a pretty badass frog splash from him, even though I think they're having a title match next. Yeah. They're having a title match. <laughs> this is this is where in like modern WDB commentary there would they'd be like if he hits that move at the pay-per-view, he could win the match. Oh my god, he can win and lose matches. I Where only just like, realized that now, Corey Graves. <laughs> just now. Jesus yeah, Christ, you know, Byron, honestly, you've been wrestling for how long? When I hit the vaccination, I, I usually just left. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I don't mind if like someone gets like if some if there's two people in a few, but they've been thrown into a tag match and then they and they get like a pin on uh, on the person they're feuding with because that like that builds drama for for yeah. it, that can build drama. It's like oh if the if this if they pin him 
at Mania, they win and kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it becomes a problem if it's like a sink, like just a singles match and then they, and they, and then they do it. And then it's like, if he could hit his finisher on the guy and pin him for a free count, he could win this title at the pay per view. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> well, it, and, and we're like, Stop. we just saw. It. And then we're, and then the other you're thinking, we just saw that. We just saw it. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah, a pretty fun, fucking fun. awesome frog splash he did, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also remember somebody said said hi to Bubba's penis. I think it was Matt or Jeff. That was that what? was SmackDown. Oh, that was SmackDown. Okay. It's just they have very similar matches on Ryan SmackDown. So, because right okay. now we've got a boardroom meeting. Oh my god, these boardrooms. It's meetings. Vince McMahon, Linda McMahon, some other people. I think Megafire noticed someone in the back, but I couldn't tell. I think I saw Kevin Dunn in there. Yeah, I think Kevin Dunn was there. And this is sort of the face. reoccurring segment of the night where they'll just cut back to this boardroom meeting, but like nothing important happens off screen. So it's always like they cut back right when Vince is going to say something about Ric Flair. Yeah, I. Who I was arrested last all. week? Oh, yeah. He's just <laughs> here. Okay. He's just here now, I guess. I guess they let him go, but it's like. We're not going to resolve that fan punching incident and not reveal that it was a hoax. Who's going to own the WWF? The guy who owns the WWF or the guy who doesn't own the WWF? <laughs> did you did you notice Kevin Dunn because of his buck teeth? I don't. Uh, I don't think his teeth were visible, but I know he's got also a bit of like a five head going on, and I noticed there was someone of the five heads. So I was like, I see you over there, Kevin Dunn. So this where's, is pretty much, Jared they're holding this board meeting to discuss that, like, if Ric Flair wrestles this match, do they have confidence in him as a leader to own the company and shit? Which is weird, because you think it'd be about disciplining The Undertaker since he since he harassed, like, like uh... Did the cameraman Rick see Flair Undertaker really? lean through over the corner and just go, hee hee? Conveniently kept out of the fucking, like, recap they do later of that segment. Yes. So is the argument like, oh, because he's involved in a wrestling match? He no, can't because be he's involved owner? in like a feud. He's not emotionally stable enough to like be the owner of the WWF. And it's like, have you is seen that... Vince McMahon in anything also, he's done? And also, why not just discipline the Undertaker then? So they wouldn't be able to wrestle. <laughs> Which he shouldn't be allowed to wrestle if he's if he's beating up your road agents and also like Trent Junior staff watching like, video your... watching VHS tapes of him beating up Arn Anderson <laughs> and David Flair in a shower and David Flair in a shower. Let's not talk about that. Uh... <laughs> Let's talk about. Also, there was a point where like Vince tried to do air quotes, but like his air quotes were really off. And he kind of barely like moved his fingers. I so can't it was remember more just the like a, okay. It was just like a fucking uh, Richard Nixon thing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I was mostly bored during any time the boardroom meeting came up. <laughs> bored. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just thinking that. But, so uh, uh, we got uh, the lugs boot of the week. Why is it not big boots? Why? Why is it not test? Why is lugs, it not you? You are screwing over our boy. You could have done product placement of just like, that was a big boot by Test wearing Test. lugs. 
He's yeah. wearing lugs for those big boots. He's got the, they got the lugs big boot of the weed. And it's always has hitting a big boot. I would be happy. They could really prom- go nuts with like the promotion of it if if they had like the wrestlers wearing lugs shoes or boots into the ring and 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 then they oh actually that would be could that lugs would be work a good thing. Thing. that would be a good thing because then they was like and we have to and and this match <laughs> is brought to you by lugs which all of our competitors are wearing. <laughs> <laughs> would Bugs make for good wrestling boots? I, I don't feel like know. they wouldn't. I don't I'm it's got a it's got such it's got like treads on it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh Kurt Angle comes out to cut a promo. Don't forget about you, the you suck what chance. You suck what chance. I really want that to die. I hope that I hope that's gone before like before the end of this of this year. Yeah. The you suck chants are great, but the yeah, the addition of the what is is no. You're trying too hard, guys. Because the what that sucks is Kurt Angle. That that That's all you need. Kurt Angle's talking about crime. Most importantly a topic, robbery. A topic that we are very familiar with on this show is crime. He was robbed of his title shot. There's some reference to Big Bird Moron that I don't recall the context of. Uh, Kane. He called Kane a Big Bird mor- Moron. And, and he that he may be the Big Red Machine, but Kurt Angle is the Big America Machine. The Big Red, White, and Blue Machine. America. And then he said, I'll make that whole childhood burning theme seem like a paper cut. <laughs> wow. Remember when yeah, your family died that. in a house fire? I'm going to beat you in a wrestling match <laughs> and man aren't you gonna feel better about that about your family dying in a house fire <laughs> your family died <laughs> but i'm gonna beat you in a match <laughs> yeah, the, the analogy doesn't work because you're you're comparing fire to a cut it doesn't really work i'm gonna light you on fire kane <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make that house fire seem more like you you oh, now I remember the Buddha hand week. It was the soap. Kurt Angle attack on Kane in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, the Kurt Angle, like the awkward Angle Slam. Which, you know, was good, but I feel like there's a later Angle Slam in this week that's way better. Out comes Booker T to discuss how the people in Detroit aren't stupid. They're very stupid. <laughs> At first I thought he was turning face and I was confused. Yeah, we yeah, we, we thought, thought he was turning face and then he too. didn't. <laughs> And then he blames the city for of Michigan for losing his shampoo endorsement. Damn you, D- Detroit. Which is weird because I'm fairly certain the reason you lost your endorsement with Yakamoshi shampoo is because, or Yakamoshi shampoo is because you were racist. Yeah, probably. So Bunty also- comes out in agreement with Kurt Angle, and then my eyes bleed. <laughs> I, yes, yes, I have the. The uh the note, God damn it, Edge, <laughs> because Edge comes out and fucking blast our eyes with fucking flashing with lights, lights, flashing King lights calls, again. King calls Booker T's hair nappy, which is eh. Oh no! Hello, Don yeah. Imus. <laughs> yeah, and Edge starts laughing about how Kurt Angle's so white. Says the Canadian. Says the Canadian. <laughs> 
<laughs> Kurt Angle reiterates that he's cool. He's got cool in his middle name, Kurt Cool. Angle. His middle name, his middle name is cool, which is weird. I thought his name, his middle name was Steven. <laughs> I actually looked that up for that joke. I feel yes, proud you of did. myself. <laughs> and we get my favorite thing, the Angle Rooney. <laughs> Or as I call it, the Curter Rooney. <laughs> or as Edge calls it, the what was he call it? Like the Lamer Rooney? Something the like that. Rooney? Uh, uh, Edge called it the Dorker Rooney, which was. Uh, and I love that, like this awkward breakdancing thing Kurt Angle does. Booker T starts immediately fucking laughing. <laughs> he is squirting <laughs> so hard. Yeah, he's trying to cover his face, but he's just giggling at how stupid that was. Like, usually there's a debate on whether or not to give Kurt Angle MVP of the week, but I feel like we he cinched it immediately with the Kurt Rooney. <laughs> like, we were, we, were, we were so happy. It's like, it was like watching a little kid for the first time trying to, to do a breakdancing move and failing yes. miserably. <laughs> uh, so good. I want to mention that something I don't think we've mentioned yet about this feud, that the shampoo commercial feud was inducted into WrestleCrap. I don't... I don't think it was... It was not the Gooker of, of the Year Award. I feel yeah, like... I don't yeah, think I think there's interest between inductions and Gookers. Yeah, the Gooker is like an absolutely terrible one. And I'm trying to remember what the 2002 one is. Actually, I probably shouldn't look that up. That might be spoilers for the future. Yeah, don't fucking look up 2002. That year's off limits. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. No one in the comments bring it up either. So and it's going to be a tag team match because Booker T sucks at the weakest link. Yes, they bring up oh, yeah. how he's like the world's dumbest man, which is like, or the world's stupidest man because, and like wee wee and all that. And it's like, oh yeah, that episode of the weakest link happened. Yes. Where, well, here's the thing. I wanted to watch it on So Let Me Tell You About, but we've technically, at least two of us, watched it. Yeah. And if I recall, several of the highlights were Kane being very intelligent, which is, to be fair, he is, and yeah. Booker T thinking that Thanksgiving is in October. <laughs> <laughs> which is also in our joke about how in 2003 he, he, does, he wasn't getting a title shot, not because he was black, but because he thinks... Thanksgiving is in October. Just like those Canadians. All those you and all those Canadians in the back don't get title shots because you think Thanksgiving's in October. And God damn it, <laughs> it ruins the sequential month holiday combo of Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Even though all customer service people want to fucking shoot themselves for, during that time God. period. I, I just want Halloween to be left alone. Hollow, hollow giving, hollow giving miss. Hollow thanks miss. <laughs> thanks hollow miss. Thanks hollow miss. Hollow thanks miss. Hollow thanks miss. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I do love this joke because it's so true. Uh, I, whenever I think of like Thanksgiving and the fact that there's Black Friday and then you get the long stretch of Christmas, I just love the joke of, I miss the days when Thanksgiving was a day when you ate and drank and passed out mm. and nobody woke you up the next day to say, let's go shopping. Go shopping. Yeah. Do it now. But yeah, we, so Edge is bringing out we a mystery partner. Presents. Edge is getting a mystery partner for this tag match against Kurt Angle and Booker T that'll be coming up later. Yes. 
You figure that I, out later. I, I, I genuinely thought that he was just going to tag with Kane, which would make sense to me. That Can would I make sense. Can I away from wrestling for a second, but uh, talk about something that's related to wrestling? Sure. And that no. Being... <laughs> <laughs> that being... Uh, something I wanted to say about the Edge uh, song, you know, the Never Gonna Stop Me by... Yeah, my yeah, Never Gonna Stop Me. Yeah. By uh, Rob it's Zombie. A, it was a hit, but I feel like it was one of his weaker songs overall. I don't know why it's Edge chose it. It's probably the most pop I've ever heard Rob Zombie. Yeah, it's like he's trying. He was. It's. I it's know. also probably the only one with some without some form of swearing or like. Well, like, no, that's not like true. the lyrical content might be at least a little more clean. I would like to uh, mention how long the fucking titles to a bunch of the Rob Zombie albums are. It, it and it's one of those songs, yeah, where he's it, like, yeah, like I said, I think it's it's like he's trying way too hard to create a pop song, and it just it it doesn't flow flow well. I feel like as some of the other songs. I mean, yeah, it became a good. I mean, to to his credit, it became a big hit for him, but. Like he had way better hits in terms of it wasn't like, even lit- a singles release. So yeah, the Rob Zombie's album titles are like Hell Billy Deluxe, Thirteen Tales of Cadavers Convorting Inside the Spook Show International, The and Electric then... Warlock, Acid Witch, Satanic Orgy Celebration Dispenser. Yes, <laughs> and then, and then, then the Sinister have... Urge. <laughs> then you just have the Sinister Urge. Oh, so. Get this the uh the my Durango number ninety five line that yeah my Durango yeah in the book a clockwork orange the main character Alex and his groom steal a car called a Durango ninety five that's huh. where it comes from the Miss Rat regeneration vendor yeah. that's an obscure that's such an obscure reference nine you Dragula was about the fucking a song about. The car and the monsters drove apparently, but that at least you could take that song and it's lyrical content about basically a guy who lo- loves being undead and likes driving a car. God, Rob Zombie's a dork. He is a giant fucking nerd, but that's that's how he he likes it. He likes being the outsider. So I'm going to talk about something outside of wrestling that is similar to wrestling in a lot of ways. Chunky dogs. This fat doggo. Fat doggo. Lucy the bulldog. Yeah, Ch- Lucy chunk- the bulldog. Chunky dog. He's so chunky. So big. So yes, we are. We are introduced to Lucy the dog. Who and is, the court um, order, which just has the big words court order on it. And then like some lorem ipsum underneath it. This is apparently Triple H's dog, though we have speculated that it might be Stephanie's dog. And she... She hates the dog, yet she feeds it, yet she brought it here. <laughs> yeah. Why did you bring the dog? <laughs> I was watching the dog the whole time, and I was thinking, that dog looks miserable. That yeah, I noticed not he doesn't like, or she doesn't like Triple H. Specifically, like, she doesn't seem happy when she's near Triple H, but she's happy yeah. later when she's near Chris Jericho. <laughs> yeah, we're... Which is why we started speculating that 
she might be Jericho's dog, but it's at the like, same time, dog you is saw, this? <laughs> like you also found pictures of Stephanie with other just like really large they dogs. They like really large dogs. Like there's pictures of Stephanie and there's like a dog the size of her next to her or like on top of her. And they're just big it goobers. Could, it could be a case. Maybe the dog just liked being taken out for, was as happy that it was being taken out for a walk. But yeah, Stephanie sort of like grabs it and like starts threatening it and stuff yeah she's like yeah. smushing it she's like holding it and smushing it the dog's face dog starts snorting a bit because it's a bulldog and it snorts i swear i heard during this whole thing that i i, I don't know if they piped like they like they just added the sound effect but i swear i heard it fart probably farted let's <laughs> And I have the fake quote of "You cut my car in half, so I'm gonna cut your dog in half." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Triple H, Trip, We are awful people. <laughs> Triple H and Stephanie just kind of argue over possession of Lucy and all this, and and Triple H is all just happy with his doggo, even though this dog could not give. This any dog doesn't give a shit, shit about him. <laughs> Does not care. And Stephanie is just like. Bugging her eyes out, <laughs> just like oh, she's just so stinky and doggy, and it farted. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, that was that segment in "You Look Fly Today." Yes, last night on yeah. some last night on Heat, some shit happened. Who cares? <laughs> we we would if we could watch Heat. Release Heat. Release Heat. <laughs> Mister Perfect fought Rikishi on Heat. Some and sh- then, and then Rikishi ate my nachos. <laughs> and then Rikishi ate my nachos. Is this another sign in the crowd? Yeah, I don't get this. Why are they? Why did they? Why are they putting stuff that that happened on Heat and adding it into a storyline on the because main? Because they show? want you to watch Heat. But well, guess we what? Can't. We can because Heat aired on MTV for some fucking reason back in the day, and, and there's and no we, archives of it. And Viacom's being a little bitch, so we can't get it on the network. Apparently, no Heat for us. Um, this match That's... was, I think it was Mr. Perfect versus Rikishi, right? Yeah, it was Mr. Perfect versus Rikishi, and yes. and Tess ran in. That was the Heat match, and this match is Rikishi versus Tess. Yes. Okay. Because. I remember JR discussing the statistical advantage of being cheeked up. <laughs> Lower center of gravity. <laughs> I, yeah, he said that. I remember they started hyping up the, uh, like, it was like the greatest moments of WrestleMania or something on TNA special on N. And fucking Jerry Lawler. Fucking Jerry Lawler goes, you remember when, when, when Roddy Piper... Like, Juice the Extinguisher on Morton Daddy Jr. is like, oh my god, fuck you for reminding me, King. <laughs> at WrestleMania 5, yes, I know, I watched it, and I talked about it. You can't it escape. A, it was a four-hour show, and like, half of it was segments. I'm you, you so can't mad escape still. WrestleMania 5. I want to, but we didn't do another, so let me tell you about. Yeah, Mr. Perfect gets involved at some point, and he tries to stop Rikishi's ass. And we get a camera. Look at those glazed hams. Uh, Rikishi like hits the people's ass, as I call it. The people's he does, like, ass. I love. He that. does like he he runs the ropes twice, and then he fucking like bonsai drops onto Ted. A very safe, very gentle bonsai drop. 
<laughs> he he puts yeah. that ass on it for like a millisecond and then gets up. <laughs> I would describe uh, it as his him doing earthquakes finishing move. Yeah, it's kind of more the earthquake splash, but it's just the running motion. People and he's, and he's Samoan, the so the people's ass. <laughs> the people's ass. Uh, I, then, I remember Jerry remarking that Rikishi's ass has as many folds as lo- the the dog's face. So after a quick distraction, like Tess, like Test hits like a drive-by big boot. He kind of hits him on the side of the fucking face. Yeah, that was a good big boot, and he, yeah. you know, he gets the pin off that. I do want to note, like at some point, Rikishi sets up for the stink face, and like, like Tess like drops down into like the sitting position. And JR says how it's convenient or something. And I'm just like, JR, don't call out the spot. Yeah. What the fuck? I know how this match ends. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, that was JR. Oh. I know how this match can, ends, King. <laughs> I, I spotted on a fairly funny sign during this match Rikichi ate my nachos. Yep. This, this was a good night of signs, honestly. So we're already back to Stephanie and. Lucy took a big fake poop on the floor. <laughs> and, yeah. like, and as we said earlier, like Jericho comes to the room and like Lucy's like, oh, human. Human. He's like, he's so excited about Jericho. I didn't notice that actually. Scott Jericho, indeed. Scott Jericho, yes. Got the he's, checker. Back. he's got the checkers. And the Playboy jacket. And the Playboy jacket. Does he have like certain... Of- Things he wears with other things, like the red one, he'll wear like the Guy Fieri ch- like shirt. Yeah, and I, too. And I hope, and I think American Fire will appreciate that we're back to more of of where this whole partnership was good, where basically, you know, Jericho's not being her bitch boy anymore. They're actually just being smug and calculating and. St- Take, up and, up know, until, up until Lucy took a big stupid fake poop and Jericho has to go walk the dog. Yeah, that, like, that makes sense. You walk the dog after they shit on the floor. Uh, yeah, that's how that goes. So Yeah, I, I, I originally saw that. that was make like sure, that dog so make sure that you go on your Netscape and watch WrestleMania XA. <laughs> That's we we were so happy about this fucking. Uh, I was bitching about there's we, not a lot of two thousands alert because it's all just you know blockbuster and fucking stacker two. Xbox. Oh, I missed it. Did they actually? Did they actually advertise Netscape? Netscape, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> right. Remember, oh my remember Juno. Remember Netscape. Remember, is- remember Juno. <laughs> no. Yes. The only Juno I can think of is the movie nowadays. Well, but I remember actually using Juno as just like an with email. Elliot service. Page, I think that's the name now. Elliot Page and okay. and Michael Sarah, yes. Oh yeah. I remember Juno Juno as as in in terms of internet just being like an email service. And yeah, Netscape. For those who have not do not do not know what Netscape is, it was an internet browser. Imagine Internet Explorer when it became shit, but worse. Oh my god, Netscape is... The website's still up. <laughs> the website is still up, but I think, like, the last... The last, like, release of Netscape, the browser, is, 12, is like, 2008. Wow, it lasted that long? 
Jesus. Lasted that long. Wow. That's... I, don't, I don't remember what Juno was. It, I just remember it was always bundled with Netscape. That, that's weird because I, I remember getting, I think I remember getting it separately. In a time Netscape. of. In a time of Chrome, Edge, Brave, Opera, Firefox, and somehow still Internet Explorer. Unless they've dropped Internet Explorer, I don't know. And it's Microsoft Edge, baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's just Edge now. Edge. It gives you it gives you horrible seizures and just blares Rob Zombie <laughs> in your ears. Now I want Edge to I'm like Durango. <laughs> Every time you open Microsoft Edge, it just plays never gonna stop the red, red Kruby. The That's red, the red, groovy. No. That is every the full name you, of that song. I hate it. Every time it, you open up Microsoft Edge, you just get blinded with Edge's <laughs> engine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hit me with the Juno support, web support. Juno web support. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. But, yeah, so was it just Netscape, or did they advertise anything else? No, that was it. Okay, that was, it was I, uh, just they cut to DDP and Christian who are in catering. They're in catering. They're 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 practicing just being happy. They're practicing their smiles, and Christian's actually is starting to look less goofy. He's starting or to look at least not well less stupid. I would just say not yeah. necessarily less goofy, but it's not. It's not as my retainer. <laughs> I guess. He's actually looking closer to DDP's smile. Which... Um, and then, yeah, they're just smiling at each other, out. and then Billy and Chuck come out and talk about how they're staring at each other like a bunch of losers. <laughs> yeah, they get really into like this, like you're you're some of those people, aren't you? You know, losers, <laughs> and it's like Billy and Chuck of all tag teams. Well, you, you look at these two queen. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I was like, "Where, where are they going with this?" And then, like, Christian counters, like, "Didn't they call you the ass man?" And then I just joked, "Don't hate me for like an ass." <laughs> but yeah, so that sets up for like a tag team match later on. No, wait, not even a tag it's not team a match. Tag team match. It's just a one on one. I keep thinking it's a tag team match because there's like two, there's like four people involved. Basically, Christian challenges Billy Gunn. Be- so he can finally break his losing streak, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We cut uh, back to the boardroom meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, one VHS from a known VHS collector, Mark Calloway. <laughs> along with six copies of the film Nuki. Yes, uh, Nuki. <laughs> <laughs> so Vince plays the tape where conveniently the game show. Mark, like, uh, Undertaker looming around the corner with a fucking smile on his face. Like it was a video game cutscene. Yes. Also, this was where we noticed that fucking, like, Flair and Undertaker, when they did, like, the spill over the barricade, they got caught in the, like, cables. Like, we didn't notice that on the last Yeah, he got caught in the cables, threw them off, and then got caught in them again. (laughs) And then the fucking staff guy just threw them again, like, it's ridiculous. But yeah, this was another, apart from just the fun of seeing the cable trap thing happen, this was another boring boardroom segment meeting. But do you know what isn't boring? Gold Dust versus Al Snow. I did like, I do, I did like the, 
when um he showed after he showed the video, he Vince was basically had this look at Flair. He had this like knowing glare as as he was like, "I got you where I want you, and now I'm gonna eat you like a booger." Uh, this this was a very quick hardcore title match between Goldust and Al Snow. Yeah, they still had all the gold weapons, including a golden gold fire extinguisher. Which sadly does not shoot out gold confetti. No. It should have, though. <laughs> that should have, yeah. Just packs that them in the fucking great. tube. Or maybe just, it, it, instead of, like, cut, it, it, instead of, like, white white it somehow shoots gold freeze or something or whatever i wonder if you could pull that off like a like a weird carbon monoxide gold or whatever carbon dioxide carbon dioxide (laughs) thank you you fire carbon monoxide just kill the audience (laughs) (laughs) oh that's how you win the hardcore title (laughs) i'm trying to think because i know they don't use an you know the whatever the actual chemicals are for fire extinguishers in their in for their fire extinguishers for carbon monoxide. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what they use. Um, I forget. They uh, probably they're... use like some sort of like dry ice thing that just shoots out. I don't know. Wait, no. Why would they shoot out dry ice? That's a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> consider considering there was a one time under it was either Undertaker or Triple H got the dry ice Wait, no, there's Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Triple H. He got like this frozen stuff on a titty and then got like a freeze burn from it. Yeah. It was because he walked out this like little castle thing for one of the WrestleManias. Yeah, it was when he was wrestling Brock Lesnar. That's why he said Brock Lesnar at first. I remember that. Uh, But yeah, this is a quick match. Al Snow hits him with the fire extinguisher blast and then then fucking snow plows him on the trash can. I love the snow plow. Dude, it's amazing that like Al Snow of all of all people had just like the sickest fucking finish. I, I didn't know that was a snowplow. Can it look like a Death Valley driver? That is I think that's, that's the snowplow. Yeah. Is, okay. It, it isn't it's a Death Valley driver. It's kind of like a It's like a brain buster, like a scoop brain buster or it's something. It's like a scoop like brain buster, yeah. Yeah. It's a very Japanese love- looking move of just I'm gonna dump you on your fucking head. <laughs> Yes. Also, would have probably done pretty well in all Japan. Also, Maven. Also, Maven. Yeah, Smaven. They call him Smaven as a tag team. I much prefer. I much prefer the Hardcore Shopping Network. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Then we cut to Chris Jericho, who is yelling at a limo driver to drive him home. They get. Oh yeah, because he. We forgot to mention that he tied like. Lucy's like leash up to like the doorknob of the limousine. Yes. And then we cut back to here and now he's like, Limo driver, take me away. Let's go anywhere. As they're like, they get in, the limo driver backs up and they hear like, yeah, they hear doggy sound effects. Yes, the Foley dog sound effects. She got ran over off screen. And somehow got under the tire. Yeah. Like, she was under the tire, and then, like, they ran her over, but it's like, how? Yeah, considering she was in front of the tire. And yeah, also how the fuck did she do that? And also, she's way too big to even go underneath the fucking car, unless yeah. you just killed her. Yeah, like, yeah. I could, it would be, 
Because you think it would be like a pug or something because of how they talk about it. But no, it's a big, chunky bulldog. It's big, it's fat, big, chunky bulldog. Big, she thick would bulldog, probably, yeah. She'd probably be squished uh, like under like the side of the car, like the under, under the carriage. There'd be a lot of blood. <laughs> it would be more believable if she was in front of the vehicle, but I suppose she can't, they can't really do that because that or would be behind kind of more, it. Yeah. Like she's on the side. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, Lucy is fine. She doesn't actually die. I assume that they kill the dog, but no. Yeah, Mega Fighter misled me. He accidentally spoiled that like Jericho hits her with a car, and I thought it was going to be like the Steve Austin fucking drive-by with Rikishi, <laughs> where no, just, no. the dog just gets obliterated by a car, <laughs> <laughs> like, no. a, like a plushie of the dog. I, I thought the dog died, but or like it that one, know. or like that one Super Sentai clip where they just throw a dog out a window. <laughs> oh, that's um, that was like a fucking Metal Hero show, yeah. of some sort. <laughs> But it yeah, funny. it's not like they went that fast. Oh. It's kind of <laughs> to be to be honest, it would be weird. It's like just backing out suddenly, just the dog just explodes. <laughs> or they just make it even worse by like they show the limo just like stock footage of a limo driving off a cliff. <laughs> 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 by the way there's a fucking it's that one elvis movie viva las vegas i think where like they just show a guy fucking dying oh yes and oh, then yeah. elvis never talks about it again they just show there was that movie was like full of carnage on the road yeah. there were like cars exploding and everything and elvis was like oh yeah, that was a that was a race <laughs> I'm trying to get away from the fact that what the fuck is fame for 15 and why Edge, why? <laughs> Once again, twice in one night we get fucking blinded by Edge and also they hype up another TNN show, Fame for 15. Yeah, we apparently. At... Oh, uh, keep, 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 keep going. Uh, apparently it was a show about famous, uh, about famous people. Famous so like, phrases? Or, or famous, and, and famous events, I think. Yeah, so it was like about like John Wayne Bobbitt and all this other stuff that happened in like the nineties and two thousands. Once there was like, a guy. Who what I thought was crazy, that like rescued Alien Gonzalez. What I thought was crazy is like this. This was going to be a fifteen-hour marathon. So it's like 15, 15 hours of fame for fifteen. I know I get what they're going for. What like I thought gimmick, it was, what I thought it was, and what I thought I saw the picture as. I thought it was one of those hidden camera shows where you had like 15 seconds or 15 minutes to do something and they'll give you a cash prize. But no, that yeah, was, it wasn't yeah, that at all. I thought was too when I first heard of it. Kind of like that game be... show where like, you know, you got a minute to win it. That kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought it was going to be like, here's your 15 minutes of fame kind of thing. So it's, so Edge finally reveals his partner, and it it the big show. Well, it's the big show. Mason big Book. show came out looking pissed for what reason I don't know. He's just very upset. I want shampoo. <laughs> I want shampoo. I still have hair. I got hair. Maybe he was mad at Edge for like waking him up from a nap. I was sleeping, Edge. This match was fun. <laughs> I like that. Match it. was fun. 
Edge did a dive off a of Big Show's shoulders. I, I I made the joke when when uh fucking like Edge was climbing onto oh, yeah, it was Big like Show's shoulders. Not only was it a dive off of Big Show's shoulders, it was a fucking plancha off the Big Show's shoulders. He dove to the outside. Yeah, but he was like climbing onto Big Show's shoulders, and I went, and here comes John Cena with <laughs> the attitude adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome, actually. That would have been amazing because no one knew who John Cena was. This guy just randomly lifts up the Big Show and Edge and just hits a hits a move on them both. But speaking of lifting the Big Show, angle slam to the fucking Big Show. And, like, you don't even see fucking Paul jump for it. Kurt Angle deadlifts the fucking Big Show for the angle slam. You can see him lift yeah. that big like ass. nothing. He can see, you can see him lift that big bastard and all his weight was on his shoulders. And he fucking did it. And it was awesome. Fucking Kurt Angle just, I, I guess he heard about us giving the MVP to Triple H. And was like, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I want the angle. I want it to be the angle award. Fuck that, it's mine again. <laughs> so after Angle slamming the goddamn Big Show and Edge hitting a spear on Booker T, taps Big Show out with the angle lock. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That was fucking fun. I loved that. That was fucking fun. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Angle showing that, like, he is he is a he is a beast, man. He's, he's, <laughs> he's he, so good at he's this He's so point. good. He is he's, so good. I don't... Just, He's like one of the, he. When you look at him, there's wrestlers uh, like who've been in the company twice as long as he has, and he's still better than them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he he had he had um back then. Did he have the the more muscly look that he had back then? I know, um, I'm trying to think. He was starting to head into that direction a little okay. bit, yeah. Because I remember, because like when he started, he was a lot. Thinner. I've heard the nickname Perk Angle. He wasn't, as bulky. he wasn't as bulky. And then he like got the bulk on, and then he put more muscle bulk on. I, I heard the nickname Perk Angle from someone about how like Kurt Angle just kind of wrestles like he didn't care what happened to him and he just <laughs> would just dive I mean, off things and fucking I mean, the man broke his neck to win a gold medal, so yeah. yeah. That just is he doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck if he gets hurt doing something. If it looks good, he'll yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> he'll do he, like running dives off the stage. He'll fucking he does like a fucking like jump to the top rope belly to belly suplex that I really like. He's done dives off, off the cage. He's done moonsaults <laughs> off of fucking cage heights and shit it's like no wonder Several he re no wonder he retired like nobody and landed on the mat with nobody there also no wonder he retired so fucking early jesus christ yeah <laughs> chill, god chill the fuck out kurt <laughs> work it, it, safe like, like jericho does <laughs> you just get the impression of watching that this guy breathes fucking wrestling he wants oh, yeah. to put on the best fucking show he can and like be his absolute best, even if his body's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> they yeah. never half-assed, and that was, and that's amazing. Yeah. Also, and, the painkillers helped, but whatever. And the painkillers <laughs> yeah, helped. I was about to say, yeah, he's he's admitted that like he was just he was just devouring pain pills at, at some point. 
Well, on a on a on a less uh, bitter note, come to WWF New York. We have titties. Yeah. Oh, no. I think it's Jacqueline, uh, Terry, Terry and, and Terry and Tori. Terry, Terry and Tori, which is actually kind of confusing in a way. I suppose. I think this is the only time I've heard Jerry Lawler compliment a black woman. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh. Not as much as he was talking up Terry, though. He was talking up Terry, and I could see her fucking ribs, and you can actually see, like, her ribs, and you can see where her breast implants are. <laughs> it's... And he was like, really he was into Terry. She... I think he was talking up Terry just because he was wearing a thong. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I just imagine the reverse shot of, like, them in bikinis, and there's just, like, this little eight-year-old eating a grilled cheese sandwich looking like... Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to come to WF New York anymore. Dad! <laughs> I want mom to have full custody. <laughs> uh, I just, I actually imagine uh, mo most like young boys is like watching, what, uh, they're like uh, uh, slightly up, slightly different. Like they're eating a grilled cheese sandwich and then they're. Uh, and then the grilled, and then their mouth is agape, and the cheese is like melting in their mouth as they're, and they're like, oh. uh. <laughs> and they're just like, just, this, their eyes open. Oh my god, what am I, what am I looking at? I've never seen this before. Women, Oops. women are this new thing to me. I don't know what to do with this yet. <laughs> I don't, yes. I don't know what to do with this information yet. Exactly. I'm so confused. I'm kind of mad that we didn't get more Christian and DDP. Because I love yeah. their chemistry. And, like, I know yeah. WWE has sort of, like, the repeat it until it fucking dies mentality nowadays. But I would love to at least see another month or two of this. Yeah. The, the mentorship of Christian by DDP, because those were some great-ass fucking segments. Those were some great segments. He faces Christian, yeah. and Christian wins after some nonsense, yeah. but, you know, he wins. And yeah. Christian immediately just goes and punches out DDP. <laughs> Why? You, it, it's been working for you. It you, worked. It worked. You have seen results. You won a match. I thought it was the start of an arc with them of, like, oh, you know, I got results because I followed his thing. I'm going to be a follower of him. Oh, wait, I've lost a match. Why? I'm going to be angry at DDP. And then if we have a lost few. Billy Gunn, it would have made more sense because then it would be like, this isn't fucking I, working. This yeah, isn't working. Exactly. You suck, DDP. But no, he won. I'm prettier. But no, he won. And then he just turned on him. And it I know heal, but they could have done the whole like, He's kind, He's a heel, but you like him, <laughs> kind of thing. Maybe no. he somehow knew. Uh, I know. Uh, maybe he somehow knew that DD hel DDP helped him win, and he didn't need him anymore. Uh, but like, that's lame. That's stupid because you clearly do. His, his the results have worked for you. You dumb fuck. Just because you lose three pounds doing DDP yoga doesn't mean you never do DDP yoga the, for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's not how exercising works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to keep it up. <laughs> yeah, Mega Fighter. Yeah, Mega Fighter. Lose that weight. 
I, to be fair, yeah. I also did DDP yoga for about a month. Uh, well, well, no, it's just I haven't been exercising as much, but at least that's partially just because I wanted to get the acid reflux down first. Yeah, but. That- Medical reasons. Now I need to get now I need to get the fuck back on that treadmill. Yeah, you fucking I haven't been I haven't been exercising even though they've been trying to encourage me into going to walks because my back pain has resurfaced. My back pain. I also have back pain. But anyway, boardroom meeting. Uh, so, uh, well, let's talk a bit more about Billy Gunn versus Christian, because there are a few other notes I have. One, why isn't this a tag match? And for the fuck no, no, of it, just, why not? They're just, just hanging out. <laughs> they're just yeah. They're like two Pokemon trainers. They just sent out Billy and Christian and <laughs> had yeah. them wrestle. And why not just have it be for the tag titles? Like, because go, Christian. Cares? You Thunderbolt. Also, yep. Christian came out to DDP's theme. Yeah. And then he wins and it plays his theme. Uh, that Oh, that's a good point. I didn't. I can't believe it. And that was it's weird. Me. That. It's me. It's DDP. It's Christian. That would be a great. Oh, liked, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be a fucking, it's that'd me. be a match. It's me, it's Christian! Christian! That would have been oh, Somebody make that, that magic happen. Yeah, I just, I want. I wanted more of it. It was good. It was good. Why like, stop Like, they're keeping this thing? going, and, I mean, they stopped this, and they're keeping the Triple H thing going. Uh, <sighs> um, can yeah, I say I meeting. that Billy and Chuck are another, might be another example of getting heat by any means because it really does seem like it's it's like playing into they have to really really, they have to really stretch for that heel heat like and i'm not talking stretching their groin for wrestling purposes like it just feels like they don't have enough heel mannerisms to make them heels so they have to go for like cheap insults and like you know bickering that kind of thing well yeah, well, and and playing uh, and trying to play it up uh, that they're pretend that they're kind of, but not really gay, at least at this time, because they do that later, and uh, it's like playing up that during this period of time, the general public was still kind of iffy about gays, unfortunately. Oh uh, no, the gays, two the two thousands, man. Uh, we get just more boardroom crap. Uh, Vince talks about how he fucking fought the fucking. They talk about the Royal Rumble match, which I'm fairly certain Vince booked. Yes. So I just had the the fake quote, Vince, you booked that match, board member who will not keep his job. <laughs> Throw him out. <laughs> I want him out of here. Oh my god! Uh, you know, I would have actually loved uh, loved if one of these board room segments had they i mean it, it's a, it's a meme i don't know when they when it first appeared but that that comic of the one boardroom the one boardroom oh, yeah, the, the guy getting thrown out yeah the guy that doesn't agree with anything and then gets pushed out a window yes. i would love to see that here i'm sure there's a lot of wb versions of that out there though so that's also good uh this following match is sponsored by Van Wild National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Ah, uh, yeah. Resident Evil the movie. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was exactly what they were selling. I feel like they had a, they said something else about it, but I can't remember what. But yes. No, this would be around the time the first Resident Evil movie came out. Okay. So AKA, yeah. My wife is cool. 
check out Mila Jovovich. <laughs> so yeah. I would say in this case, they're not really promoting completely shitty movies, but they're not exactly that good either. Borderline experimental. No, uh, this is borderline experimental. Oh uh, yeah, so no, I'd say we're hold still on. I gotta, the... I gotta do my two thousands alert tradition, and I gotta look up the fucking Rotten Tomatoes ratings for these. So excellent. National so Lampoon's Van Wilder. Did you know that National Lampoon's still making movies and they're all bad? Oh yeah. Oh man, that sounds great. Okay, so it looks like Van Wilder got an eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That is wrong. Seventy-three percent audience score. Uh huh. Fun fact: I owned a copy of this because my sister gave it to me for some fucking reason, and the DVD menu is hosted by a girl named Naomi, which she constantly mentions as "I moan backwards" because it's that um, kind of movie. Oh, that! Oh, I think I remember that joke because I think I remember seeing that from like trailers of it. Okay, so Resident Evil did come out in 2002. By directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Paul W.S. Anderson. Where are the ratings? 35 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, 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 that's critic rating, right? Yes. An audience rating is probably stupidly better for some reason. I gotta go back again. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, uh, the fan things is, um, where is it? <laughs> Damn it, Rotten Tomatoes. You're making our job harder. Uh, uh, hold, <laughs> hold on. Resident Evil 1. Resident Evil 1. Me and the Jova bitch look at my wife. The highest rated is Resident Evil, the final chapter at 37. Uh, Resident Evil. Uh. Uh, Resident Evil 2002, audience score 67%. Ah, uh, yes. Ah. So, yes, it is. Uh, uh, it, it's not as as high of a gap. It's not quite as, as big of a gap as Van Water, but still. So, we got Lita and Trish Stratus versus Jazz and Stacy. My notes for this match Dear God. <laughs> not, just, uh, not the match, Jerry. Yes. Of course. Um, JR does say the weird statement of that Lita is multi-orgasmic. I know! That was like, what the living fuck, JR? (laughs) JR was weird in this this commentary, because he wasn't like, he wasn't trying to like, in any way control Lawler's like, horniness. He was just kind of going along with it, kind of. Otherwise, I, I really know you're would... an old man, dude, uh, and prob- I think you're older than Jerry, but, like, come on. You're a Jezebel. Oh, my God, that's right, yeah. Lita's got, like, a WrestleMania shirt on. Yes, they've got a lot of WrestleMania merch going on. Jazz, sneak pins, Lita. Using the mu- most... Dig- <laughs> the most devastating move in all of professional sports. The surprise roll-up. Yes. Oh, man. You and, can't um, beat the surprise roll-up. Stephanie Sawi. After the Stephanie match. Stephanie Sawi. She Sawi. She killed your dog or injured the dog's leg. 
broke its leg. Yeah, the, the even though it wasn't her fault, it was Jericho's. He was. Well, here's the thing: she didn't have to bring the dog to Detroit all the way to Detroit. Well, that's true. She she hates it. She fucking she had the court order. Can she not afford a dog sitter? She's a fucking McMahon. She can afford she a dog flew, sitter. She yeah, flew the dog. Point, she flew the dog to Detroit <laughs> instead How of firing a dog expensive? sitter. How fucking expensive is it to fly a dog like across from like Connecticut to Detroit? Especially because she was saying stuff like, "I hope you like being in that cage while you're in while, during your flight." You could have just not flown the dog. I had to flow the dog. I had to fly the dog. <laughs> I had to flow the dog. <laughs> That's not true. I can't even make a sense out of I that one. I think Triple H comes out at some point to beat her up. And they mention the like, War of the Roses again. The War of the Roses. I mentioned that this was brought up like some weeks ago. Jericho saves really a woman weird. from being attacked by Triple H. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we saw a sign that was like a Rob Liefeld comic of Triple H. That was, that actually was the one I gave the sign of the week, honestly, too. It was, was, really, it was a really it was, nicely. It was really nice guy who drew really that. nice like super detailed triple h drawing that was cool and like a oh, 90s comic st- could have seen that in like a 90s comic style that's why i keep saying rob liefeld yeah it oh. was very it was very hyper detailed it wasn't as bad as rob liefeld so here's the thing it was stylized I, though he was like way too muscular yeah. when it comes to the crimes we talk about on Russell boys i would say you could say well it's professional wrestling and they're as long as they're going to be wrestling on the show, like it could just be, you could write it off as like, well, they're wrestlers wrestling on the show. And of course they're going to attack each other. And I was like, going to say, if there's a just... segment outside of this is a wrestling match, we usually call qualify that as wrestle court. Yeah. By the way, animal abuse. We forgot to mention that, but man. Yeah. Animal abuse. Very clear. Animal, animal abuse. abuse in, in Michigan. But yeah, Stephanie's not even a wrestler, at least not at this point. Uh, uh, at, at this point, and yeah, she was at fault for bringing the dog, but she wasn't the one that put the dog out behind a limo for next to a limo where it could potentially get run over. That Under the Jericho. statute, violation is an automatic felony punishable by a prison term of up to four years for knowingly killing, torturing, maiming, or poisoning an animal without just cause. The, well, phrase was added to, the phrase was added to exclude neg- negligent conduct, such as hitting a deer on the road. So it okay, actually so... is more of a misdemeanor than anything. Because it was yeah. his neglect, but like, yeah, he didn't like push the dog into the car. Man, if Jericho just punt, like kind of nudged the dog in front of an oncoming car, that would have been amazing. Oh my god. So I just have to you're, say this in you're response. You're awful people. I have to state this again. <laughs> Prince Jericho, you're on parole. Go on the rap sheet. Nope, he's on parole. Oh, he's on parole. <laughs> he's got to commu- He's got to do community service. <laughs> community service. <laughs> it's a shame that that the punishments for. Hope you like your ankle bracelet. Aren't stronger. Well, sometimes uh, accidents happen, but yeah. So, it's, uh, so yeah, he he attacks 
uh, Jericho attacks Triple H with the sledgehammer. And- it's him in the back of his leg while he's pedigreeing Stephanie. And yeah. Triple H starts going, ah, oh, my quad. And the commentary is like, oh my god, his quad. But, like, I'm not smart. The quad's on the front of the leg. <laughs> yeah. The quadricep is on the front of your fucking leg. That's his hamstring. You goddamn yeah, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I... You know, you know. Maybe they were. Maybe they didn't want to. Maybe they didn't want to hurt his. They didn't want to test out his quad. They didn't want to test his actual quad. But like, only that's you would have noticed something like this, Ali. That's his hamstring. That <laughs> the worst thing that could happen from that is like he tore his ACL or something, or like which his, is still pretty shitty. It's shitty, but that's not the leg injury he had. It was his fucking quad. And, and Triple H was like do? muttering, "I think I tore my quad. I think I tore my quad again." And it's like, "That's not your. Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> is this where AC is this where Jericho puts him on the steps again, or puts him on the table again? He, yes, he puts him on the table and does the walls of Jericho again through the, <laughs> on table. the table. Oh my god! Wait, that no, that's very next week. Professional again. Oh, that was oh that was SmackDown. Yeah, I would have pointed it out on the notes. Okay. Uh, Ric Flair accepts the match, and no one will strip Flair of the name Flair. No one will strip Ric Flair. Also, and don't like, feel I think, bad about the injury, think, Hunter. At least now you and Lucy can be cast no, buddies. Linda my, issues the ultimatum of, like, if you wrestle, we're going to give the WWF to McMahon. And then he starts talking about family pride and, you know, who he is and how that wasn't cool, Undertaker. You can't just beat you can't just beat David Flair in a shower. That's my job. Uh, <laughs> no, didn't say that. No, okay, yeah, he didn't say that part. <laughs> he didn't. I said that part. We're assholes. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. David's been through enough. He got beat up in a shower on his birthday. We are the worst. It's my birthday. Okay, it was, it was the day before his birthday. So, um... Mega Fighter goes to get soup because there is a Hulk Hogan promo about he's Hulk Hogan. He he did a bunch of stuff. He's the best. He's Hulk Hogan. He's an icon. He has goosebumps. Bum 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 bum. It's yeah, it's more Rock Hogan stuff. So also this is the first appearance of the NWO, so that's nice, I guess. R.L. Stein, brother. Oh yes. Austin, Remember that match we suggested last week of Rock and Austin versus the NWO in a handicap tag team match? Yes, That's literally was... the match they're doing tonight. <laughs> and I don't care about it because it's just the main event of the Go Home Raw. Hogan talks. Instead of... Rock comes out. They call Rock a young lion, which is funny to me because I watch New Japan. <laughs> uh. Nobody hot dogs it better than Kevin Nash. <laughs> Nobody hot dogs better than Kevin Nash. Oh, uh, one thing I wanted to say is I know it's been several weeks since the attack, but it would be more believable to see the Rock nursing some like lingering injuries. Uh, Didn't Austin get a fucking cinder block broken over his leg? Yeah, um, yeah, and he's still selling that. He has like the taped knee. Oh, okay. Yeah, but like. They, I think they said what injury Rock has from that car accident, but he's not selling it at all. So it is uh, The Rock and Stone Cold, Mr. Austin, if you're nasty, 
versus the <laughs> NWO. <laughs> God damn. And uh, can you say can you say main event tag match? Main it's event just, tag match. Honestly, the NWO did pretty good for the in this match. I thought, considering their ages. Uh, Scott Hall hits the T-pose on, on Stone Cold, and Stone Cold loses his fucking mind and doesn't take that shit. Because he is not... Scott Hall will not assert dominance on him. Bunch of bullshit happens. Hogan hits the leg drop. Wins. I love Roxell on that, by the way, where he's like... He shoots his lower body upward. Rock sells everything because he likes trying to get a rise out of people, and I love that. Yeah, it's wonderful. I remember, like, Stone Cold during one of his podcasts talked about how he hit the stunner and fucking rocked it a backflip, and you could you could almost hear Stone Cold just going, Jesus Christ, Rocky! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonderful. I remember hearing JR refer to the Hogan versus Rock match as the match he's waited for his entire life. I was like, Really? The minute you were born, this is what you thought of was Rock versus Hogan, right? You wanted to, you wanted to see fucking Terry Boulder fight Rocky Johnson's kid. Got it? Yes. <laughs> so I think that was just how Raw ended. That's just Raw. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, SmackDown, Raw, we the get NWO a win. The NWO win, which is good because it does. It puts the Rock's ability to win in doubt, and I'm fine with that. I still and feel like makes... this match would have been a way better WrestleMania match than a fucking just a main event for the Raw. On SmackDown, yeah, we I, get a dramatic Chunk Dog recap. I would say that it, um, yeah, the um, NWO winning does help them to look strong going into Mania, which is a good thing. Yeah. It, it it considering what they've been doing the previous weeks and not been been making them look like complete fools and incompetent. Yep. So my eyes immediately explode because for some reason the pyro on SmackDown this week is fucking <laughs> just firing off lights in your face. Yes. Oh, and yeah, Rob Van Dam opened both shows this week. Yes. Uh, we should know that we are coming from the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. Come on, Cleveland town, everyone. We're not Speaking Detroit. Of the pyro. We're not Detroit. We're not Detroit. I should have played of the that pyro. Fuck. You remember I talked about that cool pyro effect that they once did. That I was correct. That was actually how they, uh, like first generation of SmackDown would start. Was they they would have this like light fixture and like they would the pyro go around in a circle around the light fixture shoot down these lights going down the ramp and then it would have then they had another circular kind of thing at the entrance ramp and it would go around that and then all the pyro would go off it was a really cool effect but yeah Rob Van Dam starts both of these fucking like shows yeah, and now he's facing against Kurt Angle in a pretty good match at first. Yeah. RVD yeah. hits his OMG moment, the spin kick, while Angle's draped over the, the, uh, the fucking barricade. Yep. And 
this match is interrupted after a surprise belly... Actually, sorry, I got confused. Um, the match is over because RVD's going for the frog splash. And then, like, very slowly running down the ramp and, like, nowhere near RVD is William Regal. He's going so gingerly <laughs> down the ramp. He's very gingerly strolling down the ramp. And it's like, and Rob Van Dam's just looking at him, looking at Angle, looking at him. And he's like, Dude. I think you miss your cue. So he distracts. <laughs> he distracts. I gotta get R in. He distracts RVD and Angle hits him with the fucking belly to belly off the top rope, which was fucking awesome. Hell yeah! Because he just runs up the ropes to do it. Oh yeah, I love when he does the running belly to belly. That's so cool. I don't remember how this match ended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kane came out at some point. Oh yeah, Kane came out, and like you could see on Kurt Angle's face, oh fuck! <laughs> like he goes from like yeah to like. Pfft. I think Kurt. Uh, uh, God damn it! <laughs> didn't Kurt win this match? Yeah, Kurt won, and he was yeah, celebrating up at the up on the apron, or he's celebrating oh. going up the ramp, and then like Kane's pyro goes off, and it's like. Oh, God damn it, no. I immediately thought this was not a good idea to have Kurt versus RD in the first place, especially when RV needs to look strong going into Mania. Yeah. Uh, he he won, He's won most of his well, matches Well, I mean, he, so almost, he almost beat Kurt Angle. He was going for the frog splash when William Regal ran in. So yeah, I'm going okay. to ax your point with that point. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he's been. I feel like he's been booked consistently strong. He just needs to in. talk more. <laughs> yeah. Remember when he fought Lance Storm for some reason? Yeah, and that was a good match. To be fair, he's never been the best talker. Well, he yeah, can still have him talk a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of talking, Vince and Flair talk, and that's all I have written down for this segment. Uh, Rick Flair calls Vince a piece of shit. Facing. Oh yeah, there's he's like you're a big piece of. Beep. And it's just like, oh my god. I mean, Vince talks about how he has full confidence of the company now. Yes. Do you remember what... Even, though, even though at the end of the show, Linda said, we we can... Uh, wait, wait, wait. We're going to review this set again in a week. And he's like, fine by me. Uh, fine by me. Uh, uh, um, uh, this... I have the power. Oh, I do you know care. what a Do you know what a climacool is? <laughs> oh my I god! Don't I don't either. I, I don't think we looked it up. So I need to. I need to do that right now. Oh wow! There is not even like a Wikipedia page on this. Is it some kind of cooling thing for shoes? I'm a cool. Oh, I think they were advertising a piece of clothing that like kept cool with climacool. Stay dry with climacool workout shoes and pants by Adidas. Wait, oh. Adidas had more than just shoes? I guess so, yeah. I didn't know they were the Climacool guys either. I don't think their logo showed up at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about that? That was Climacool, and it's still a thing, so I guess we can take it off the uh, two pounds and alert. It's still a thing. All right? I remember was like, shit, what was it? Something about going to Blockbuster to see a movie? <laughs> oh, that was later on with Jerry Lawler. Um, yeah. When was it? Oh, yeah. Okay, but uh, first off, we had to talk about how like they showed like the tomorrow, like the this Sunday, WrestleMania. 
but they didn't show us sour Skittles. Yeah, fuck that. There was no sour Skittles. What the fuck are you doing, taste WWE? Taste the sour, taste the rainbow. There was Come that on. weird commercial where, like, they're just kind of looking at, like, it's raining Skittles outside, and they're, like, running up this weird fucking, like, from the <laughs> Labyrinth movie maze. <laughs> or, like, this staircase, and, like, David Bowie's coming after them. <laughs> Shit. I shook a man's hand on the bus today. They should have. That man will never see his family again. (laughs) I held a baby. They should have a commercial where, like, they have like a, uh, they have one of their wrestlers is diving into to a pool full of sour skittles, and they're and they're like, and then they're like, break themselves up on it. They're like, why did I do this? So we got a four corners uh, uh, match of. Jeff Hardy, Bradshaw, Billy Gunn, and Bubba Ray Dudley. Also, the Dudleys have a saliva theme now. And this is the second uh, day of the week where Jeff is has his hair in these little double ponytails. He looks like he either has like a he either has like a he either has like braided ponytails or like this kind of like weird top knot ponytail. Yeah. I think it's a braided top knot. And uh, this is a really weird four corners match where, like, it's one on one, but there's a person in every corner and you tag. Yeah. But that also yeah. means you can't win if you're tagged I out. I think that's how a four corners is a But I couldn't to notice the fucking match because the commentary wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> also, this is a clusterfuck of people on the outside because you got Matt and Lita, and they're Devon just hanging Stacey, out. Chuck and, Far- and Farquhar. They're just fucking uh, hanging out together out there, man. So much going on. Why would you even have a four corners match as a tag match? That sounds. I mean, I, I guess it's like a captain's match where it's like you know one guy from each team, but it's like why have all the uh, like why have all this like partners and like managers out there as well? Yeah, it's already like a clusterfuck, and you're just making it even more. Uh, I Jeff and some... Bradshaw say hello to Billy's penis. Thank um, you. There we go. The cameraman just gives up and just starts zooming in on Stacy Keebler's ass. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Jerry Lawler. Um, I forget why he said. I guess he talked about like going to a blockbuster and to see like the latest. Or he talked about go to blockbuster to see the latest premiere of a movie. But it's like that's not how blockbuster works, Lawler. It's a it's a video store. You have to rent or you're banned. Now I'm imagining it as. As uh, Bradshaw gets 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 headbutted, he's going, and I am a wrestling. Ah! <laughs> uh, ow, ow! Sorry. <laughs> uh, Jerry Lawler does get a good zinger when talking about Triple H and how he'll be good to wrestle at WrestleMania nineteen, 19. or twenty. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's actually that was pretty good. Uh, there was the the quote: "Are you ignoring me, Michael Jerry Lawler?" Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't for I don't remember why, but you called Michael Cole a simp at one point. Um, I think he said that his favorite like I was commenting on his favorite female wrestler. According no, to wait, him. it was his favorite team was the Hardys. Oh, his favorite tag team out of the group was the Hardys, and I just said simp. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have just like the everybody in the pool moment. I don't even remember who um, won this match. It's a big fight. I do not know who won. Like Lita's gone and out. 
and then she's just suddenly in the back tying her shoes like she never wrestled that tonight. <laughs> and Trish and Stratus Trish comes like, up to talk about um, jazz, I believe. Well, she talked about how she's sorry that she accidentally kicked her during like yeah, their but, uh, tag match. Yeah, I, I missed that. And that at WrestleMania at the Triple Threat with Jazz, it won't be an accident. I this think is another, this is another case where, like, how did she get into this feud? Like, she like, like, because we need somebody. We need something for the women's champion to do. Well, I mean, don't you doesn't isn't Jazz already facing Trish again or something? So I don't know we why Lena needs it up, to be I part guess. of it. I guess more oh, is like why I, I, I wrote need... down that Billy wins after giving Jeff and one and only. Thanks, me. Oh yeah, you're welcome, me. Oh yeah, or was it was it a one and only or was it a famous sir? It was a one and only. Okay. Uh, also, buy our WrestleMania shirts. Je- thanks, gang. Yeah. Thanks, gang, and Trish for wearing one. But yeah, they talk about the championship and like there's a very minor sarcastic comment and they just start brawling. Like it's about how like I know I'm better than you and it's like all right, no. And then they it's... just slap, slap each other, start slapping each other, and then yeah, they started they started brawling. A bit more of a better reason to start like a fight. Besides, like people. she he didn't raise my hand when they said my titties look good. Remember <laughs> or, that fucking you, feud? Or you stinky? You stinky. Slab, <laughs> it's like ah, uh. oh, yeah. <laughs> or how Stacy started that brawl with when in the pose down when just because yeah, her there we go. that's what I said. Why you raised Rock my hand? Remembered. Rock Tan remembers. I always remember. Mm. Ah. <laughs> uh, then there was, I think, more arguing with like Vincent Flair. Um, arguing with Vincent Flair, and then David Flair. Yeah, he gets a contract I, opportunity from Vince if he wins this match. Why does so he not have to go through Tough Enough he 2? He wasn't an employed member of the roster, and, and Undertaker beat him up. Yeah. Also, I put down just a note of, I want the team of David Flair and Maven. <laughs> <laughs> just two hapless, like, jobber comedy guys. I'd be down with it. They always it would win be by something sheer for Maven luck. to do. They either lose or they win by sheer luck and drop kicks. Really nice drop kicks. <laughs> why is the boot of the week not was, boots? Uh, why is the boot of the week not boots? Again, the t- the the conspiracy against tests. So after um after that, we got Big Show versus Al Snow in a slant rhyme match for the hardcore title. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, I have to comment on how sh- just. I hate this version of the hardcore title. It, I know the hardcore title is supposed to look bad, but it looks even worse Isn't now. Isn't it like a trashed version of the Winged Eagle? Yeah, that's yeah, what it's but about. it's. Like Mark Dan previously mentioned that it doesn't even look all that good as that. Yeah, it, it, they have. It has more. Like I said, it has more tape than it's supposed to, and it doesn't even look like the Winged Eagle, e- Evil, like a broken Winged Evil anymore. It's just. It's just the winged shit. evil. So this match is really winged evil. This match is That's cut evil. very short. Winged evil can evil. <laughs> the winged evil is the name of my next album, of course. The winged evil. Uh, Michael Cole calls him the big, big, big show. So big, we have big, right. big, big. Michael, there's only one big in his name. Come on. Um. Just... Yeah, this match doesn't really go that far because, like. 
Goldust and Maven start interfering, and Maven yes. gets the pin. And uh, okay, so Roxanne was right about the about the theme song thing. It's a his Maven's theme is like a weird remix of Tattoo. So did they lose I the rights? You. Did they lose the rights to Tattoo by Mercy Drive? <laughs> I remember Big Show like grabbing Al Snow by like the hair and just landing just like these really nasty looking punches on him though. I told you it didn't sound right because it didn't have that like distinctive when I heard it the uh, first yeah. <laughs> so he was right. And for being and for being right and for catching us on our mistake, you're fired. Yeah. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Pack up. <laughs> you didn't even watch SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> I scanned through it really quickly. You didn't even watch he's, been it. Following, he's been following fine enough, but he's still fired. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. All right. You uh, can't Hogan... fire me. I'm your friend. And then if you, if you fire me, you stop being friends. Fuck you. Good. You're fired from friendship. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Hogan, Hogan, here's a, here's Hogan, a copy Hogan's of Nuki for Undertaker. <laughs> I love how that's slowly becoming a running gag. I'm just Nuki. Yes, Hogan's got another tape uh, edited together by the college guys. I went to those college guys, brother. He paid him. He paid him eighty bucks. He he talked him down from a one hundred dollar pay to eighty. Oh, yeah, bucks. I kept saying like I haggled down to eighty. <laughs> I traveled through time, brother, and got the guys from College Humor. <laughs> College Humor might have been a thing at this point. I'll look that up. But uh, He talks about yeah, how Hulk another... Hogan is the Hulk Hogan icon Hulk Hogan, and that Rock is not a Hulk Hogan. He is an everyman, and he is a relatable protagonist Hulk Hogan. Uh... And now here's a clip from the movie Suburban Commando. <laughs> okay, no. They were showing him like him like hitting the leg drop on Rock. But he kept replaying it and replaying it. And like he did it in slow motion. So it just became like a joke of he just plays other weird things on it. <laughs> I was frozen today. It's like, here's a clip from Suburban Commando. That's no holds barred. But I know, but like works. other clips. Dookie. Dookie. <laughs> here's a clip from Santa of Muscles, dude. Just him falling off the fucking, like, falling down the shaft and hitting his head. Yes. Hulk, so Hulk, Rock comes out and says, Hulkamania isn't real. And then starts talking about, like, Hulka sandwich and Hulka friends. And why did I write uh, down? Oh, yeah. And then, like, uh, Hogan calls him just flavor of the month. And I just kept shouting, soup du jour, Rocky. <laughs> which is very appropriate because this is, I think, around the time when I got soup. Yes. I came back and you said soup du jour. <laughs> uh, College Humor launched in 1999. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, it, so it would have been a thing, actually. So it would have been a thing. He did not need to time travel for it. Uh, Michael Cole is I'm on the bleeding edge of match. internet memes, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, you know, internet memes not even a word yet, dude. Meme school. It, if the Rock wanted Meme to really school, get brother. back on them, all you would have to uh, all you have to do is counter with the clips of Mister Nanny. <laughs> uh, and here's a clip from the Scorpion King. Anyway, that's not a thing yet. But uh, Michael Cole is too anxious for this match. Is something I put down. I don't know why. 
Yeah, he was acting weird. He was just freaking the fuck out. Uh, but yeah, this is just more Rock Hogan stuff. And I get it. It's a big match coming up. But God, these promos are boring. Yeah. Well, it's this thing of like you watched Hulk wrestle on Monday. He's kind of stiff and like not good. <laughs> He's got a lot of ring rest. And well, like, uh, uh, to be fair, I actually uh, used to have Hulk Hogan's book and he was dealing with like on. Uh, his knee was fucked at this point, and I also think he he was also probably dealing with his back. I, I think as well. Yeah, so but yeah, they're, they're just they're just talking about how tag match. They're just talking about how good this match is going to be between the two of them. Yeah, and then my eyes fucking melt again. We were free three of it last times. Week. Three fucking times. Three times in a fucking week. Booker God T and Tess versus Edge and Tajiri. Jerry call Jay Lawler calls Michael Cole's hair a Brillo pad. Yes. At this point, at this point, every time, at this point, the amount of times Edge's entrance has happened this week, it's like opening the Ark of the Covenant. Your just face melts off. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much how it is. Edge, I Edge, I like stopped needing glasses back in high school or even middle school, if I recall. I don't want to have to go back to that. <laughs> you can't take me back. Me. Uh, I don't remember much of this match. Well, he hits him good. with the Harlem sidekick for the, the win. Harlem sidekick, yes. And uh, and then they make Edge watch a spinner Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> they force his eyes open and just go like, look watch at the spinner Rooney. Watch it. <laughs> I, there was this one guy in the crowd during this match that had, that had two signs that I loved. I laughed my ass off. This guy was great. Booker T as GI bro equals ratings. Huh? <laughs> and the other and the other sign was Axe, the word AXE. Mm-hmm. Axe Booker, I learned him English. What? Wow. What? <laughs> yes. That's uh that's slightly racist. I think he was like trying to make fun of like that maybe the promo where Booker T was trying to learn Japanese, maybe? I maybe. don't know. Uh, so, no matter what, this is that was vaguely racist of that time. I didn't think about that. <laughs> so, Jonathan Coachman has to be weakly harassed by Stone Cold this week. Man. Just can't catch a brace. Put some but Austin on it. Uh, intends to put Sting on all of the NWO. I thought he was going to do the whole, like, I explain the beat down in exquisite detail but for or excruciating detail for each person i'm going to put in a stone cold stunner but it gets interrupted by scott hall who's making an entrance instead of being backstage and he and he starts talking about how he put some stink on his stunner that he did to Stinky that he did to Austin. stink I would say citation needed on that. Did not look very good. Yeah, he did not put stink on it at all. No. Well, I don't. Maybe it was. Maybe Stone Cold didn't sell it well, well, or just like he just didn't do it. I just think Scott Hall wasn't that good at doing a stunner. Yeah. Uh, we do have like him like calling out Austin. And, like, somebody comes down to ramp and, like, Hall attacks, like, Kevin Nash attacks him with no, a no, chair. He says, you know, if you want to talk shit about me, say it to my face. Say it to my face. 
God damn it. <laughs> uh, he geez. pretty much tells. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Fucking Alex Riley jokes. Man, I miss him. <laughs> but it wasn't Stone Cold. He didn't come down the entrance. That was a ref. That was a ref. Yeah. Austin that, pulls a sneaky. Austin pulls a, a sneaky and like rushes out in a different direction to sneak attack him. He comes in through like the crowd and goes into the ring behind him. I remember JR basically like yelling and like they're like yelling is that ref they distract him with a ref that looked like Stone Cold or something. I was like, how yeah. like a I was like, unless it's Will Sasso, I don't know. I don't think so. Is there are there is there not a bald ref in the WWE at this WWF at this point? I don't think so. Closest would be uh, Earl Hebner, but like he's just balding. Or Teddy Long. Yeah. Or oh yeah, Theodore Long. But I remember, uh, I, remember I, like mentioning... you, I, I don't know how you get him and Austin confused. <laughs> exactly. No, they're, they're the same. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> they look exactly the same, okay? Shut up. <laughs> so I found out that um bald people still produce the oil that your hair makes to protect itself called sebum. But the sebum just makes your hair your bald head shiny. And that's why bald people always have shiny heads. Because I was always afraid to ask a bald guy why his head was so shiny. I always thought I was going to get punched in the face for being legitimately curious. Uh, oh, hey, we got an answer. Yeah, Give, give me that sebum, player. Meanwhile, Undertaker wears a hat on top of his bandana. Fuck. <laughs> I think, it, isn't it backwards, too? It's a bandana with a backwards hat on top. <laughs> God, I don't know when this... they showed this, but they uh, I, they started showing the like the sort of vid graphics for the the matches coming up at Mania, and I when they showed the one for Taker Flair, I was like, oh my god, talk about complete opposites in clothing here. <laughs> just <laughs> Ric Flair wearing this like suit and and Taker completely shirtless with all his tat showing in the bandana. Yes. And, so and it, and it, uh, we've got David Flair versus The Undertaker. <laughs> yes. After Jericho in the backstage segment talks about how he he's happy he tore Triple H's quad, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. David Flair's that... theme starts playing, and then I start playing David Flair's theme on top of David Flair's theme. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a nightmare. And it was a fucking nightmare. This match was very short, and like it didn't even look like David Flair was going to lose, but Ric Flair still ran in for the DQ. <laughs> I think you're. I think you guys are right that like this is Taker's. Uh, is this Taker's? It does make me wonder if this Taker's new thing is just beating up hapless rookies. Um, Taker hit. I mean. Flair gets a very gentle chair shot on Undertaker. <laughs> also, this is our main event match tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was our main so event. David, David Flair is a main eventer. David Flair is a main eventer. Oh, oh, yeah, because I forgot the last, after the last match, is just a special announcement from Triple H. About how, like, his leg is fine and he's going to kick. His leg's hurt, but he's going to kick Jericho's ass or whatever. 
Yes. I think you said he was gonna like put his foot up Jericho's ass. And it's like that's I noticed he thing. wasn't limping at the very beginning of his entrance, and then just suddenly switched to limping like halfway through. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta limp. <laughs> like so, Hunter's idea of a leg cast is just a weird Jericho on his on his leg, I guess. After putting his foot up his ass, yeah. Yes. I guess it's cool that the 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 world title thing is is the fucking closer for the go home to WrestleMania. Anyway, uh, my quad, oh, my quad, fear is the mind killer. Jericho, pain is temporary, glory is forever. Uh, and then walls of Jericho on the table. Walls of Jericho through the table. And yes, Steph, we get that he's the underdog because he has a bad leg. The quad's not on the back of the leg. I'm sorry. He's also he's also an underdog because his dog was under a car. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, <laughs> Does that make Jericho the overcar? I yes. <laughs> the overcar. Oh my god. We're calling anyone who's like facing an underdog now. <laughs> the undercar? <laughs> the overcar. Oh, the overcar. <laughs> For some reason I just thought of the underdog cartoon dog. Underdog. Well, I mean J uh, Triple H is probably taking those pills to make him powerful again. <laughs> is that what underdog did? Yeah, he had like a he had like an energy pill. It's time oh, okay. for my drugs. It's time to save the day. It's time to save the day. Let's go. Yeah. Those are my antidepressants. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> that I I only feigned dropping them on my face. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's very responsible with his antidepressants. So after doing the walls of Jericho on the table, he just sort of gets off and just goes. Yay! And then the then the show ends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was so that's the last week until WrestleMania. Yep. Next episode will be WrestleMania. We finally fucking made it. And then we're we gonna have it. nine months of disappointment. <laughs> and then we're gonna have nine months of disappointment. And then across the nation will happen. We'll be finally out of attitude. Yes. And we'll we're, do and the we'll draft, which will be really fun. And we'll be getting the f out. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a hell of a year after this, WrestleMania, though. This ep this week was kind of in the middle in terms of quality. Raw, there I was, think, was the better show. Raw was the better show, but, like, this Except week... for all the boardroom meetings. This week was kind of infuriating in some ways. <laughs> it felt like a letdown compared to last week where we were really entertained. Oh, yeah. This this wasn't as good as last week. Not as good as last week. I... I... Uh, mind you, I just yeah, I was trying to just skim through SmackDown. What what was it explicitly about SmackDown that you guys thought it wasn't as good as Raw? Uh, um, it was mostly just uh, th there was too much focus on the Undertaker angle. It seemed like there was a lot of like similar matches that happened on Raw already. Okay, the main yeah. event was talking. David Flair. The main event was yeah, David Flair versus funny. Undertaker. Yeah, and then the final segment was just Triple H Fun Time Happy Hour. Like, it's just not worth having a show for. This... Yeah, yeah. Your main event was Undertaker beating up a helpless, a basically helpless David Rookie. Flair, and then you had Triple H come out and say, "I'm gonna wrestle regardless of my injury," and then and then he gets attacked again. 
Yeah, so I just I didn't like this week as much. Another reason why I didn't like this week, our Jerry Lawler thirst count. 26! 26. 26. Jesus. 26 disgusting or lewd comments. Was like, was he, wasn't it like he was like, legs and thighs, legs and legs and legs? Oh, that, that was or when the, uh, the the women in bikinis came out during the WWF New York, New York segment. Yeah, there was like one point where I added like five points because it was just so much horniness. At all at the same time, like non a run on sentence of like disrespecting women's bodies <laughs> and just constant moaning. Oh my god, yeah. I, I remember when he said, when he, Apparently, the, when he mentioned the thong, JR was like, JR was actually said, Oh, not the thong. And uh, comparatively, the gay jokes were at a low one. There was maybe, one maybe, gay joke, maybe, maybe more if we count like the losers bit, but that was a bait and switch. I love bait and switch jokes. <laughs> Those were nice, though. Uh, for for our awards, we got our MVP Kurt Angle and Kurt our Angle! underrated underrated test because he was screwed over for the boot of the week twice. Come on, boot of the week. <laughs> He's he is the big boot man. Big boot was, man. Kevin Nash can't do it anymore. Give him big yeah. boots. I, I'll go with that. Test does deserve better. Test does deserve better all the time. Uh, sign of the week for us, for me and Allie, went for the Rob Liefeld Triple H stylized sign drawing thing. That was Rock really nice. Likes his own sign that I don't remember. Uh, I, I, my oh, Chef Booker the, T. Yeah. Chef Booker T. Yes. Chef Booker T. Which was actually very close to getting it. Yeah, I almost got it. I didn't see it though. Yeah. You too. I did. saw I didn't. it, but I didn't spot it for as much. Uh, for my Y segment of the week, I went with the constant boardroom meetings. Oh yeah, sucked the fucking air out of the whole show. Like, you just you could have just had one and gotten get it over with. The, the the base of this pretty much the story of it only needed to be one segment. I was gonna well, say my why was the dog thing, but I first of all that feels obvious, and second of all, yeah, that fucking boardroom thing killed Raw for me so bad. I think the dog stuff was entertaining in a morbid way. Yeah, and also I just like saying chunky dog every time Lucy and was also, on. And also Lucy was a chunky dog and they love her. Hey, <laughs> hey wrestling fans, guess what you're gonna be watching tonight? The boardroom meetings. Boardroom no meetings. Right? You want a show that fucking draws the attention. Fucking and nothing is more boring than a fucking just bunch of old fucking white dudes talking. Oh yeah, that that'll pop that fucking eight under eighteen demo. <laughs> uh, that'll pop the fucking fourteen to nineteen demographic. Uh, I know that you know it's a company and they have boardroom meetings, but you don't need to show them, Vince. You don't need to show them. We can just have like I've received word from the WWF board of directors of blah 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 blah. blah. Or just do that happen. thing where like you're doing a phone call, but you're just saying everything the other person's saying on the phone, so it's like board meeting, determining the because, ownership of the company. Because you don't want to have to loop in Linda's bad acting again hey guys it's linda mcmahon i am just letting you know that rick flair is ceding ownership of the company sad how good of a fucking linda that is it's you spot go, on you go get him vince i love you except for all it's... those times i was paralyzed <laughs> you put me in a drug induced coma yeah oh dear god you did 
I'm going to yeah, go work for it, a president now. <laughs> it's honestly, it's not hard for anyone to do a Linda impression. You just have to basically sound emotionless, essentially. I'm Linda McMahon. I have a daughter. <laughs> uh, all right so that was that was week 11 that was next week wrestlemania this, next up next episode wrestlemania this is yes. our life uh, oh, God. pump it up pump it up i don't want to pump Other it up all of uh, one of the few gambles that vince has done that actually worked apart from all the other businesses this veterans he tried and failed at welcome to the xfl twice again, again. oh god a pandemic well, uh, to be fair and the second time that dissolved because the pandemic hit so that's true no excuse for the waf though and yeah. <laughs> you better all get fucking sour uh, like a pack of sour skittles they're like 89 cents at most stores unless you go to my I store. Can, then they're like a buck I can 50. Probably go to Dollar Tree and get one, yeah. Just grab some fucking sour Skittles because we are celebrating next week. Yeah! Destroy your teeth! Destroy your oh, teeth! Destroy your teeth! Destroy your teeth! Destroy your and, teeth! Alright, so that's Rassle Boys. Uh, as we always say, as we, uh, as we uh, close out. Uh, yeah, papai. Meat, 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 meat. 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 meat.